Hey there, you are listening to Price Count, the podcast where I take everything Pokemon and bring it to you in this nice, digestible audio format. I want to learn how to do that. It's been a bit. Hey, uh, I just got back from vacation the other day. Uh, I'm still technically on vacation, but I actually I went out and traveled, did a lot of fun stuff, and now I'm feeling refreshed and have lots of topics I want to talk to y'all about. Um, so let's just get right into it. The first one I want to talk about is games. And I talk about games a lot, but I want to talk about the difference in the different kinds of games that there are for Pokemon. There is the main, you know, video games, like the main red, blue, yellow mystery dungeon, which I never played, but apparently it's pretty cool. Uh, Pokemon Rangers and even um, the Pokemon trading card game video game. Which is also leads me to the Pokemon trading card game. The not video game, the trading card one. Um, and also a little bit about Pokemon Go. Uh, I This is actually a topic of discussion that, again, um, my good friend Trevor at The Trevor. I said it enough in this podcast, you should know how to spell it, but it's The T-R-E-A-V-O-R. Um... I'm just going to at this point have to have him come on the podcast. I mean, I already talk about his stuff so much. Anyways, um, he brought like my opinions on the differences between the video game and the TCG. I wanted to do a man Pokemon Go into that because it's something that I also play on a daily basis. Um, so as far as the TCG, the Pokemon TCG is actually my inspiration for starting this podcast. Because I'm actually, um, well, I'm not as into it as I used to be. Um, I used to go to weekly leagues and test out a bunch of weird decks that, um, that's my favorite thing to do. I don't like doing the meta, I like doing counter meta or like weird stuff. Um, anyways. And then I play the handheld games mostly. I've been going back and actually trying to play all the older ones. If you heard my previous episode where I talked about Fire Red and my discussion review, review discuss review no there's no good word for that i uh i play also that also not nearly on a daily basis just because um it's hard to get in like get time like this week i've been doing nothing but i just i just found myself a copy of white 2 which i've actually never played before so i'm gonna go through that and um see the story on this because i actually i don't know anything about white 2 save for the one time i played white five years ago and I don't remember the story I just remember something about N probably and Kiram I think there's not as Kiram on there but I know there's some weird Pokemon fusion things and I don't know how that works anyways and I also want to talk about Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go is something that I legitimately play on a daily basis I have been playing on and off since literally day one July 7th I had to find the um, download file for my Android phone to download it before it was available on the public Play Store or the Google Play Store. And as soon as it downloaded, I just ran outside and I was like, holy buds, there is a Machoke outside. That's so cool. And I've been playing it on and off ever since. I took a big break, probably like a six month break just because I just got so busy. But when Let's Go was announced, like Pokemon Let's Go, I got right back into it because the ability to transform a Pokemon from Go to Let's Go 
was a crazy cool idea. And I think that's something that's going to be the standard, honestly, from now on. Integration may be a little different. Like, I, of course, you can transform to Let's Go. Um, for the previous systems, for the 3DS, and even as far back as the DS, there's the um, Pokebank, which allows you to store all your Pokemon from different games. There's ways to get them even as far back as the Game Boy Advance games up. You have to just, like, you have to transfer them to... What was it? Is it... Yeah, it transferred them from your Game Boy Car Game Boy Advance cartridges to your copy of Diamond or Pearl or even Platinum. And then, then from there, you have to transfer them to Black and White too, through this other thing. And then from there, you have to put them in the Pokebank to get them to X and Y. And then from X and Y, you just have them there in Pokebank. You do them from Oris, um and even Sun and Moon. Which, that's, a whole, that's a whole thing. But I think that's going to be the standard from now on. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I hope at least that for Sword and Shield, they're going to bring the Pokebank back in some form. I would really like to transfer my Pokemon from my DS versions because I, I I did that whole thing. I have Pokemon from my original copy of Emerald in there. So I want them into Sword and Shield because that would be super cool to have my Blaziken from there. The big chicken boy. Uh, and that I hope they put that in there and then just how uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee had the um, Go Park I think they're going to have some kind of integration in a very similar fashion I feel like it's probably going to be post game stuff because otherwise it would be super overpowered to just get your Blastoise or your Dragonite you've had since day one to your game when you're at the first gym or whatever the gems are going to be, etc., etc. Um, it, it's it, it, yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to get out my thoughts, but I feel like game freaking Pokemon like taking chances and doing weird things. I feel Sword and Shield is going to be probably the one of the bigger changes in Pokemon in quite a long time. It's going to be the first main game on something as powerful as a Switch. And there's rumors this year that there's going to be a new powerful switch, which I have no idea what they even means for Sword and Shield, if they haven't had any ideas for the game. So excited about that! Pokemon Go is it's, Pokemon Go is just fun. It's you know it's a good reason for exercise, which I should take that advantage more often. Um, and just being going around like I go to work and hey, there is my work is like a ponyta nest. There's, I'll catch a couple ponytail. I'll go swim these stops. I'll go meet up with some coworkers or classmates at school to uh, buy the gym and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a really cool integration of AR and Pokemon. Like there's this long running joke that the summer Pokemon Go was, was released was the closest that we were to World Peace, which is true. Uh, here and uh, I, I reside in San Diego. I would go to public parks and stuff in the middle of the night, eleven o'clock midnight, and there's people walking around. I remember going around one of our um, big parks and following a crowd of people because they found a Raichu, and that was just like the coolest thing around. Uh, it, it's fun, and 
I think Pokemon Go was probably one of the cooler things they put out in a very long time. And shout out to Niantic for continuously supporting it and nonstop just adding new features. And I mean, even Pokemon has announced new Pokemon through Pokemon Go, like Meltan, which is a very weird Pokemon, but the announcement was crazy. Like, you're just going around, you see this very small Pokemon that you think is a glitch, and you catch it, and then it turns into a Ditto. And that was one of the strangest announcements of Pokemon that there was. So I, going back, I do hope they continuously add support for it for the mainline games, because I think it's just a really cool idea. Talking about the games, let's move on to the trading card game, which I said I mentioned earlier it was my inspiration for this uh, podcast. Because, one, I like talking. I like talking about Pokemon. And I'm super into news and the meta for the Pokemon TCG. I actually, on a daily basis, I check Poke Beach, look at Limitless TCG to check out the news for... Um, recent tournaments and stuff and I listen to PTCG radio with Ross uh, the Wasi who uh, if you don't listen to him and you're into the Pokemon TCG highly suggest he has news he goes over new cards daily which I think is really cool to see new cards coming out different sets and look at what the meta changing effects could be all that kind of stuff and the Pokemon TCG is it's really fun I mean it's a TCG Trading card game slash CCG, which is a collectible card game. Collectible card game. <laughs> I can talk. Um, and it's, of course, does require money to get into. Um, but as of recent, Pokemon's been really good about making it more accessible. Like, there's been events, like, at um, GameStops and, well, not anymore, but it used to be Toys R Us, where you go in and they just give you free cards. Like, at GameStop, they had this thing where there was... Um, like a play and trade event and they gave you this big thing card and they had a binder full of comments and the comments that you just give out to people which is really cool and even um their starter decks and their uh what's it called the elite trainer boxes which is like a starting set comes with like eight packs a bunch of energy that you'll need which is if you play other dcgs like magic it's the energies similar to lands are the mana or what etc um, but their their starter decks have actually become pretty good. They they've been having staples from the most standard um well the standard rotation, which is a rotation is okay. I'll get into it in a second. But they staples so cards that essentially will be in every deck. And before they were in these starter decks were probably like three four dollar cards. Now that they're accessible. It become really cheap, which is good for uh, for the format. Even uh, one of uh, the chase cards from a set and a staple in literally almost any competitive deck, which is now a promo card. Which before that it was as a regular non like secret rare or like hyper rare or super hard to get card was forty to fifty bucks. Now, as a promo, you get it for $20, which is still pricey for a very cool, shiny piece of cardboard, but making it that price point makes it super accessible for anyone to try to get into the TCG and try to start playing in local leagues and have a good chance and, you know, at doing well. And 
talking about them. So yeah, standard rotation and expanded rotation. Expanded? Whatever. Standard rotation uh, is something that Pokemon Company releases every year where they remove sets and say any sets from here on out will be okay for tournament play. So like last year, uh, it happens every September. Last year, it was the Sun and Moon era on. And they Pokemon bases their sets on the video games. So previous to Sun and Moon, it was X and Y to it. Previous X and Y, black and white, and you know, so on, so forth. And so standard was Sun and Moon on. So any cards that you buy from those sets and any promos that you get from like the three pack blisters or from events or from the tins that they do for like 20 to $25 um, are all okay to play with. Um, expanded rotation, it's not rotation, but expanded is a little wild. Expanded actually goes as far back as black and white on. Uh, black and white, uh, that set I believe started 2012, 2013. And so all those cards, that's that's a lot of cards to look back on. Um, that one is a popular format, but it's also a very expensive format and has very scary decks like Night March, which actually just made a resurgence in the recent tournament, which is wild. Um, I don't want to get too in-depth in this though, because it's, I'm just going to talk about the overview, but yeah. Pokemon does good at trying to get their players into the game. It still requires money. That's just how the game is. But you can also even play it online on the Pokemon TCG PTCGO, which if you buy any new pack of Pokemon cards that has this card that you can redeem online and get that pack. It's not gonna be the same pack, but you can use it to build decks online, play against players. They, they give you decks to play with and you have chances to earn those uh, buy packs and stuff in there just by playing the game normally um, so that way you don't you technically don't need to spend money but this many money will get you more stuff in the long run that's just how it works and it's it's really fun like I played I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh I played Magic I've dabbled with the Final Fantasy card game which I mean I dabbled I mean I bought a couple packs because the cards are really pretty um but Pokemon's been the most fun for me. It's it's balanced. I feel every card has a possibility of doing well. And you could make dozens and hundreds of different variations of the same kind of deck. Just by adding a single card that could literally change how the whole thing plays. And I think it's really cool. And I, I've been having fun with it for a long time. Like... I used to play um, back on the Game Boy Color and even bought it for the 3DS eMarketplace. eMarketplace? Marketplace? Market Shop? I even bought it there for the Pokemon Trading Card game. I talked about that earlier. It's the, It was the black cartridge Pokemon game, but it was just trading cards. It was actually, for the time, very well done. It followed the rules exactly, and even like it was, just, it was fun to play. Building the deck in there was super easy. They gave you cards, and it, it was a very, 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 very different format at the time um, compared to now. Like, if you look at now compared to then, then seems like it was so slow because there was 
nowhere near as many like abilities or um, different kinds of like tools or supporter cards or like cards that you play instead of Pokemon. Like then you had a Pokemon, you attach an energy. If you can't attack, you attack. If not, your turn ended. And that's how mostly it went. Uh, but it was still, for what it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I beat it a few times over. I could still go back and enjoy playing it because it's a trading card game. So it's going to be different every time, which I like. You know, randomly shuffle deck, make a deck. You can make different kinds of stuff. I always ran the Bastoys one because just being able to attach as many energy was really cool. Yeah, good times. Um, yeah. So I, I was also going to talk about the video game, but I'm pretty sure you've heard my thoughts on the video games. I love the video games. Um, I could go more in depth on any of these topics. I feel Pokemon Go is hard to get in depth to. Like, I... I want to be in the competitive for that, but that requires a lot of outside time and work. And, you know, my strongest, I'm barely level 27 or 28. Like, I'm still far away from being max level and being able to have the unstoppable gems. Um, I, I love talking about the TCG. I, if needed or wanted, I could go and I like doing card reviews, talking about different cards. Like, one of my favorite decks was a spread deck that I used with a Honchkrow, which is a Pokemon that you normally wouldn't see outside of the TCG, because video game, it's not, like, the most competitive Pokemon, but it's still a really cool idea. Uh, and, I mean, I, I have this thing where I'm probably going to be talking about more of the video games. I'll go more in-depth with, um, I probably want to do, like, I, like I said, I want to do reviews of the games going in order. I don't know if I'll do an order. Uh, right now, I have Fire Red. I'm trying to get a copy of Ruby or Sapphire or Oris, like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire to play. Um, right now, I'm currently playing Pearl and White 2. And then after I finish the Game Boy and DS era games, I'll probably move on to the 3DS. And eventually down the line, I'll do Let's Go and stuff like that. I think it's a really cool idea. But yeah, I think that's going to be it for now. Uh, this episode will be going up on the 27th, which is, what's today, Wednesday? Wednesday. Um, tomorrow I'll have a new episode, and I'll also have a new episode Friday, because I'm not doing much this week. So I want to put out as much content as I possibly, possibly can. Ha <laughs> that was a word. Much content as I possibly can while I have the time. Um, so let's see. I mentioned that this, question, this topic discussion was brought to me by... Uh, Trevor at the Trevor T R E A V O R. Follow him, super cool. Um, and I've always, I've always plugged him. He also has a podcast. This is actually the reason why I started the podcast as well, because he gave me the idea for using um, the app where I distribute this from called Anchor. Uh, he has a podcast on Dungeons and Dragons D and D. For those who are in the know. Uh, if you have any inkling or don't know anything about it but want to know about it, I highly suggest giving a listen. It's called Dungeon Driver. You could uh, follow it on any podcast platform as far as I'm aware because he's on all the same, if not more, than I'm on. Uh, it's Dungeon Driver, like D-R-I-V-E-R. He's on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music. Apple Music is iTunes. That's what I meant. Um, and Anchor as well. He's... 
He's on the same platform where I'm distributing this from. Go get him listen. He's probably, I think, 25, 30 episodes in, and he's just doing a stellar job. He knows his stuff about D&D and being able to talk about it. Um, now we're going to talk about but the way he goes about it is I feel really accessible and really fun to listen to. So go listen to that. Um, and let's see. As far as that, music in this episode is like as the intro and outro is by Glitch City. Go follow her. Amazing stuff. It's Glitch X City on Twitter, YouTube, and all the fun stuff. And that's it for now. So until next time, y'all have a good day.